live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas here with you for another edition of the show, having a look at what's happening around New Zealand in the world of racing. As always, Butch Castle's on the program as well. Morning, Butch. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordan. Looking forward to uh, Anzac Weekend Racing. Funny when it falls on a Tuesday, uh, but racing at Awapuni on Sunday to recognise Anzac Day and then Avondale on Anzac Day. But before that, we've got a couple of good meetings uh, starting to get towards the end of black type racing, uh, really. But uh, Rickerton have some uh, good uh, races on the card there for the three-year-old fillies, uh, uh, the War Step, and uh, then, of course, the... Uh, Canterbury Gold Cup or the uh, Coca-Cola Canterbury Gold Cup Group 3 uh, for the Wait for Age horses. So, yeah, looking forward to, to that as well as uh, the Easter, a couple of weeks after Easter, but uh, running at Pukekohe Park. Excellent stuff. It's uh, a big weekend of racing leading all the way through to Anzac Day. A couple of guests on the program today, as always. Trainer Stephen Marsh will be with us a little later on. Our first guest on the show, though, is uh, jockey Michael McNabb who is with us yet again. It's good to speak to him as always. Michael, welcome to the program. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, Jordan. Um, how about yourself? Good, thank you. Yeah, good day, Michael Butcher here. How are you doing? Uh, looking forward to a busy time. have been covering uh, a fair bit of the country, but riding plenty of winners, which makes it worthwhile. Yeah, for sure. Always makes it a bit easier when you're winning. So um, uh, it's been good, having, having a good run. Okay, righto, Michael, uh, race one, Madame Lafay getting up to 2,100 metres. Uh, she was good two starts ago, and uh, look, if it can get its own terms, maybe 2,100 metres might suit. Yeah, yeah, she's um, she's been a bit of an out of her form, but up to the 2,100, yeah. Hopefully got to put her right on speed and get her into a good rhythm, and hopefully she can bring one of her good runs. Race two, uh, Michael, you ride winning for all, and gee, he was good uh, two starts ago. I thought the run last week was pretty good as well when running third, back to 1,200 metres uh, should suit, and uh, what's a small field? There's a few chances, but he's got to be right up there with the best of them. Yeah, yeah, um, early on he showed good promise, and he just form tapered off, but he seems to have found that form again. Although 1,400 might have been just a stretch far for him last week, but back to the 1,200 looks ideal. Race three, Michael, uh, you ride She's Class. You ride her last time. She was good at the uh, back end of 1,200. Gets up to 1,400 metres, so the uh, extra 200 metres here looks like it should suit her. I can't believe she's still a maiden. She should have won a race by now. Yeah, she's a lovely horse. I had my first set on her last time at 1,200. 1,400 looks ideal. Tricky gates on her only problem. Mm. Race four, Linge one, Hero. Uh, look, the run was better than it looks uh, on paper last time. Um, wasn't too far away. Uh, if he was to bring his best form, he'd be competitive in a race like this. Yeah, his last two runs have been have been pretty good. Um, hopefully, he gets a nice run. Yeah, he looks a lovely horse. I've never ridden him, but uh, if he brings his best form, as you said, he, he could be competitive. Yeah. A filly you have ridden is uh, Locke Katrine, who uh, just had no luck last time, late getting clear at Ruakaka over 1,300 metres. Up to the mile, this was uh, the race that we saw Sharp and Smart uh, and Mr Maestro in last year, so it's always a good race and a pointer towards uh, the three-year-old season. I've been taken by Locke Katrine, a daughter of Ardrossan. Do you like her? 
Yeah, I love her. Um, I tried her before she had her first start and then obviously couldn't ride her. I uh, got on her last start and just got into a very awkward spot. When she got out, she was really solid, really sprinted really well. So um, she's got a good little attitude on her up to the mile. Seems to be, it looks like it was really suited. Um, she looks a good chance off a good gate. Yeah, and she just gives that impression that um, she's one of those fillies that's keeping on improving. So, uh, and, and as you say, the mile, no concerns at all? Nah, I wouldn't think so. Not not by the way she just switches off at her aces and then sort of quickens up. So I think the mile would be, should be okay. Race number six, Sir Michael Collateral Damage. He's looked good. He lightly tried three-year-old. Uh, the weather's going to be the trick with this race. Ask Mum really loves it in the wet, and if the rains came, Collateral Damage, uh, probably not so much, but uh, he's racing in good, solid form. Yeah, racing really well. Um, yeah, it's just you probably need the rain to stay away, but it um, looks a lovely ride. Race number uh, seven, Michael Cheval Dior. Well, she can probably lay claim to being the best maiden in the country. She stakes place. The run was really good. Went close up behind Desert Lightning and Arby uh, last time at Manawatu. She strikes them again. Uh, she's obviously a filly with plenty of upside. Yeah, plenty of good, good bit of class without her. She's a lovely filly. Um, just had no luck last start. She's only been beaten, so... What a length by the, the tools as they sort of expect to win, but we've got a good gate. Said so if she gets a lovely run, I think she'll be extremely hard to beat. 2,100 metres looks tailor-made for her as well. She's uh, 2,000 metres last time. She was strong at the finish. 2,100 metres, no problem at all? Nah, not at all. And the Easter, you ride uh, White Noise. Look, you rode White Noise last time. Thought he went a cracking race. Just knocked up the last little bit. Uh, should be uh, tuned up for this. Gets up to the mile. And if the best White Noise turned up, he'd be awfully competitive. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love this run fresh up over the 1,400. Um, steps to the mile, good gate. Any rain around is not going to hurt him. I, I think he's a really big chance of winning it. And he's one that uh, won't, appre- won't worry if uh, there is a little bit of rain a- around as well. Um, he can sit up somewhere near the speed and be um, hard to run down if he gets to the top. Yeah, 100%. That's probably one of the better, his better attributes. Is he puts himself on speed and keeps himself out of trouble, so that's going to um, really play into his hands. I said, Dan, um, the rain probably enhances yeah. his chances of anything. Yeah, probably knocks a few out as well. And the last Indian affair, look, uh, she can be uh, good on occasion. The run last time I didn't think was too bad. And wide barrier by that time of the day, if that rain does continue to develop, uh, mightn't be the worst place to be. Yeah, been running okay without going great. Obviously won a few starts back. But, um, yeah, gate will come into play if, if, if that rain has come and the tracks will cut up. Mm, righto, uh, just talking to you, I get the impression maybe Cheval Dior is uh, the best of them tomorrow or even the two-year-old filly. Which one did you think? I'd say both of them and White Noise. I like all three of them, so hopefully we can get all three or at least one. <laughs> yeah, well, they're the three best races, so if you can uh, knock all three of those off, Michael, might be your shout. Yeah, well, better. Yeah, good on you. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for your time. Good luck uh, out there at Pukekohe Park. Safe riding.
Cheers, Budger. Thanks for having me on, mate. Michael McNabb with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Always a pleasure to have him on. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, it'll be Stephen Marsh to join us on the program. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas with you and Butch Castles alongside me. We've got George Simon on the program, who is a commentator out at Pukekohe, covering the racing out there. And there's a meeting coming up this weekend. He's with us here on the Breakfast with the Kiwis program. George, it's great to speak to you. How's things? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Yeah, looking forward to the day at uh, Pukekohe Park. And uh, we've got some nice races. At, uh, the track itself has really stood up to the uh, the increased workload over the last uh, few months, of course. And uh, I'm sure the Auckland Thoroughbred Racing uh, will be looking towards a fantastic day. Yeah, g'day, George Butcher here. Looking forward to those black-type races. Thought we'd take a look at the last five on the card. First of them, race five, the Stefanos at Novara Park, Champagne Stakes. And look, a good field this. We remember back a year and we uh, remember sharp and smart Mr Maestro. Uh, so it's a, a race that can throw up a very, very good uh, three-year-old for the next season. I thought to catch a thief, uh, put the riding on the wall with a very good run in the size at Manawatu. Yeah, I agree with you, Butcher. And uh, yeah, the horse has been very consistent in its uh, racing this season uh, to catch a thief. And I think uh, we'll appreciate the 1,600 metres, especially when you take a line through its last out performance in the size, Produce finishing a brave third. Uh, he's the highest-rated horse in the race, and uh, I think it really is his race to win. I've got a bit of a sneaky regard for number 10, the Princey one. I know it's had two starts and it's yet to win, but it's uh, been well-backed both times, and I think it's just improved its racing manners, and it has got uh, Opie Bosson on, which will certainly aid the cause. But... Yeah, I'm definitely with the, the one that will probably start the favourite number one to catch a thief. Race six, the VRC Trophy. Thought this was a good race, particularly if that rain uh, continued to come. Ask Mum has looked really good in winning her last three. No reason why she couldn't make it four in a row, particularly if there was that aqua about. Yeah, I've been very impressed with her, the way that she's strung together these three wins. She's just gone up a grade every time she's, she's raced in her last three starts. And uh, she was impressive again last time out. And, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, not being overly brave. Look, we don't often see horses coming through the greys that can win four in a row. Uh, this is a competitive race, but uh, she's got the ability, especially on an off track, to, to figure in the finish. And even though it's, it's rare to see horses win four in a row from, from maiden grade through, uh, I think she's capable of doing that. Race 7, George, the Trelawney Stud Championship Stakes. Again, if we go back to last year, we saw the Queensland Derby winner come out of the race in Pinarello. Uh, this year, we've got some pretty talented three-year-olds there, the likes of Arby, Desert Lightning. Uh, we've got Cheval Dior, who can probably lay claim to being the best maiden in the country. Texas wasn't... Uh, too far away in the derby. Thought it was a good field and a real pointer to uh, future stayers. Yeah, I think the two at the top of the uh, program look the obvious to Desert Lightning and RB. Uh, Desert Lightning has been uh, racing against the, the best three-year-olds throughout the three-year-old season, and he's, I think it's a testament to his uh, to his courage that he's still going at this end of the season. Uh, RB, likewise, has had a horse that's uh, always had a bit of a rap on it, and he he really has turned the corner in his last three starts. And I thought his win last time out was uh, the win of a horse that's going further. And 
I know that they've always had a wrap on him. Sam Witherley does the riding again aboard RB for the family, and uh, I think he's he's definitely the one to beat. But gee, I've got a lot of respect around Desert Lightning. Uh, I think they will fight out the finish. If I was to be so bold as to throw a Ruffy into the uh, mix, I wouldn't completely discount number 10, Melfi Rosa, who does bob up on occasions. Yeah, she was a really good run in the uh, Oaks, wasn't she, when uh, running fourth? And talking about Arby by uh, the sire of the season, really, Poisier has just uh, had a quite incredible season and uh, that uh, vindicated or that stamped with uh, the uh, service fee released during the week with him going to, what, 70000 I think, plus GST. Yeah, look, uh, Rich Hill Stud have had an outstanding season, but... Uh, the headline act as far as his size are concerned, and they've got any number of good sizes at the moment. Uh, but Price here has really taken all before him over the last 12 months or so. And uh, good on John Thompson and the team too, because they've done a great job for many years. And yeah, he, he's just leaving horses that are, are winning over all distances on all types of track conditions, and importantly, are doing the business in Australia as well too, Butcher. Absolutely, with uh, Prowess uh, looking so good and. Uh... The world uh, being her oyster. The Manco Easter Handicap, always a good race. Yes, it's not at Easter, but it's a pattern of racing that it fits into. Uh, I thought it was a, a really good feel. Quite incredibly, Habana is four from four at Pukekohe Park and looking to make it five from five. Drawn well, uh, take uh, plenty of beating. Yeah, look, the horse obviously just enjoys going around at uh, Pukekohe Park, uh, Habana, and it's been, I think, deserving of favouritism, just the way it's won, and, and it's won a glass couple very impressively. But, uh, gee, the chances don't end there. I've got a sneaky regard for number nine, El Vencedor. Uh Look, this horse has been, he's been always there or thereabouts, and a very competitive uh, Manco Easter this year. I think uh, El Vencedor for value, can uh, figure in the finish, uh, but gee, the chances don't end there. You've got Alan Sharrick, of course, with uh, Tab Attack in there. Maroney, who's about to head off to Australia shortly with Opie Boston aboard, has to lump the 60 kilos. But yeah, it's just a typical Manco Easter field, even though it's um, no longer Group 1 these days. But uh, it's a very, very competitive race. and. Yeah, looking forward to calling another one. Yeah, look, it's a really uh, strong Easter again and great to be back as a handicap with uh, from the top 60 through to 53. I, I think it's um, a very, very competitive race. Righto, the last talking about competitive races is very much one of those as well. thought Urban Myth was really good last time in running third at Awapuni and on the strength of that might be competitive, but there's about 800,000 chances in this one, George. Yeah, it's just a nice way to wrap up what should be a very competitive day of racing, and uh, you're looking forward to it, as you say, Butcher. I've got a, you know, one that, that could be at reasonable value in the race, number 11, Blue Sky at night. Uh, look, she doesn't win the amount of turn, but uh, she's gone a couple of good races at Pukekohe Park without any favours, and uh, she wasn't one of two starts ago, and she wasn't that far off from last time out as well. Bit of a tricky barrier draw, but... It might be a blessing in disguise, especially if the rain comes, uh, drawing out where she is. Uh, but she's capable of uh, figuring in the finish. I thought that's that pretty good value uh, to wrap up the day. Yeah, she's. Um, I thought the run uh, was good enough last time, freshened up. The win there two starts ago was uh, really handy. And yes, if that rain comes, then that barrier draw might well be the trick. Good calling, should be a good day's racing. As you said, these races often throw up uh, a future star, particularly out of the champagne. But uh, as I say, last year we saw Pinarello come out of the Trelawney Stud Championship Stakes and head across and get the job done in the Queensland Derby. Good calling and thanks for your time on Breakfast with the Kiwis. No worries, Butcher, all the best.
George Simon with us here on the program. Butch, before we round things out, got any tips for us for the weekend? Yeah, I thought uh, if we go to Pukekohe Park, the rain really is uh, going to be the trick there. thought in preview in race four was uh, a good run resuming number 10. Uh, so in preview, race four, number 10 on an each-way basis. I uh, thought the uh, Champagne Stakes was a really, really competitive race. Did like George's uh, suggestion that the Princey one uh, is one worth following. I think she's uh, going to be tailor-made for the 1,600 metres uh, with Opie Bosson and Mark Walker uh, teaming up. Uh, in the last, uh, a really, really uh, competitive race. Hard to sort out. I was going to have something uh, each way on Urban Mytho, number uh, four from the James Wellwood stable with Vinnie Colgan in the saddle. And uh, they were the uh, ones that I thought would get me at Pukekohe Park. Again, we're on a heavy track at Rickerton. They've had plenty of rain in the South Island. So that's going to make it uh, interesting. It's a good uh, war step stakes. New Zealand bloodstock war step stakes for the three-year-old filly. They get up to 2,000 metres. Uh, looking flamed was good winning last time. Luella Christina was really good in running second. Miss Layla won well at her last start. Uh, tons of chances in that race. So uh, looking forward to that. As I say, that'll throw up a, a nice staying three-year-old filly. And the feature down there, the Coca-Cola Canterbury Gold Cup, uh, thought uh, that Vernon Me on the strength of one run back would be a chance, but time ticking is uh, really going well. So looking forward to the racing out of Rickerton Park uh, tomorrow as well on a heavy track surface uh, after the rain that they've had uh, during the week. Excellent stuff, Butch. Uh, enjoy the weekend of, of racing ahead and, of course, everything else around the um, the memorials and the honours uh, for, for Anzac weekend as well. So I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks, Jordan. Butch Castles on the program. You can uh, podcast the show at sen.com.au as as well as all other New Zealand racing content that you hear across the SEN Track Network and all other SEN Track programs. That's all there for you at sen.com.au or you can podcast the show uh, on your uh, on your app. The SEN app is available to you as well, both uh, the uh, Australian and New Zealand versions, so available to anyone on this part of the world. That's it for Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll be back again next week for another edition of the show. Stay safe, have a great Anzac weekend, and we'll catch you again next week.